everybody. Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. We are so excited today. We have one of the actors from the upcoming movie Christmas Sale here with us. We have Patrick Sabongi here. And Patrick, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. It's an honor and a pleasure. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, this is so fun. And uh, what we like to do with actors when they come on, we like to ask, what inspired you to get into acting? Wow. It's a loaded question. It is a loaded so question. Long ago. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but I have pretty vivid recollections of, um, uh, you know, when I was younger and kind of fumbling around and not knowing what I wanted to do. I knew, like, I fell in love with life at a very young age. I fell in love with the world around me and the people around me and the stories and the incredible, fascinating things that you can discover about the world by traveling by meeting new people uh, by learning about other um, other communities and other cultures and i knew that whatever i ended up doing for a living would include exposure to these things to everything life had to offer every mm -hmm. every interesting fascinating story in the world i knew i wanted that to be part of my part of my life Mm -hmm. um, and so I think acting was a way for me. It just made sense. It was a way for me to learn about new people and learn about relationships uh, and to step into different life stories than my own. Mm -hmm. um, well, and, it said uh, on IMDb that you're trilingual. Is that right? Correct. Oh, that's really yes. cool. So you um, already have like a, a bunch of cultures almost inside you. Yeah, absolutely. And I think. Yeah. You know, I grew up in Montreal, Canada, and mm -hmm. um, Montreal is a really interesting city. It's one of the most diverse cities I've ever seen. So many cultural influences, so many uh, different voices and faces and people and beliefs. And um, growing, up, growing up in that environment, uh, I think, had, was a big factor. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. So did you start like playing roles in high school or in like in theater or how did you kind of first get going yeah. and trying this out? Um, I was actually in dance to oh. begin with. I mean, mm -hmm. even before that, I was, uh, uh, I studied martial arts for a very okay. long time, um, kind of my whole life. And um, there's something, uh, the style of martial arts that I was doing uh, at the time, I was doing Hungar Kung Fu is a Chinese uh, martial art that's based on basically mimicking different animal movements. There are, you know, five central animals that you mimic in this martial art, the tiger, snake, crane, leopard, dragon. And um, there was something about embodying these different animals that, uh, you know, it was, uh, it was invigorating and I felt in my body and I felt connected uh, and very expressive. And so I kind of credit that as kind of my first foray into performance. Mm -hmm. um, and then it wasn't until high school, I was already in dance and performing in dance shows that I kind of switched from dance to drama. And the first thing we did in our drama class, and this was Mr. Cohen, Mr. Sheldon Cohen's drama class in grade 10 at St. Laurent High. Mm -hmm. um, oh, I was actually Sir Winston Churchill High School at the time. Uh, nice. And we, uh, he staged a, um, a mock courtroom. Oh, so it was a kind of an improvised play. 
that was a trial where we uh-huh. put society on trial. That's heavy. Kind of deep. It was kind of, deep. <laughs> oh, kind of you know, ambitious and heavy. But you know, there were judges and there was a, a jury, and then you know, I played the defense, and then there was the prosecution, and we improvised this play for several classes, and that was my first exposure to to yeah quote unquote conventional acting but i knew that's what i wanted to do i was like uh-huh. oh this is what acting is it's yeah. a story believing in a, a fictional narrative and stepping into it yeah i'm in well props to you said mr cohen yep yeah big props yeah. to sheldon cohen Definitely yeah that's well. great he'll do his thing yeah very cool uh, do you remember your first role in, as far as in film or TV that you ever got? Oof. <laughs> uh, I do, unfortunately. It, well. <laughs> um, it was in this, you know, I had been doing theater for a while and then uh, um, my first acting role was in a movie with Matthew Modine. Uh, please do not go look it up. Uh, the movie is fine, but my, yeah, uh, it was my first day, you know, it, it was yeah. called Redeemer. Mm-hmm. It was called Redeemer. Yeah. And uh, I was an inmate in this prison, uh, environment and, uh, it all just kind of fell apart. Yeah. Uh, I was, I, you know, rehearsal <laughs> was okay. And I, this character and there was an accent and there was all this stuff. And then th- at the, in the very first take, I spoke and I, I was using my theater voice and I was like, oh, this is too loud. And then I was in my head and then I was, he was looking at me like, why are you speaking so loud? And then I was self-conscious and they were still rolling and then the accent fell apart and disappeared. And then I was too loud and too quiet at the same time. It was oh just, my gosh, that's and then the whole rest of the day was like an embarrassing blur. Uh, I'm still in the movie, apparently. Hey, you have to start uh, somewhere. You got to start somewhere. Yeah. Did you just freak out when you got the role? I did. I was thrilled. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, oh yeah, I, I was so excited <laughs> and overprepared and just over, just overhyped and overeager. Yeah. That's over. yeah. That's funny. Yeah. That's cute. <laughs> so you've done a lot of stunts work. I saw on your IMDb. And uh, so, what is that like being part of a kind of a stunt team on a movie? Oh. It is. Um, it's one of the great joys in my life, like being part of a stunt team, uh, performing physical sequences. It's like never having grown up, you know, but now everybody's super skilled and smart and intelligent and responsible. And so you get to be really physical and play pretend and just uh, go for it and uh, it's lots of um, you get to get all your energy out, um, but being part of the team, it's this ultimate trust because everybody's so accomplished and skilled that you, you get this freedom to know mm-hmm. that they're looking out for you, you're looking out for them, and we're going to do this thing together and just have a blast doing it. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. It's, have you ever had I, to do you know, any... My hat really goes off to the stuff. Yeah. Have you ever had to do anything kind of scary? as a stunt or that was a little risky um i mean everything you do 
you know, in stunts is, has a, an element of risk. Uh, we do what we can to mitigate that risk through rehearsal and planning and, you know, thinking through everything. Um, but, you know, there's a moment of truth where you just gotta trust the rest of the team and go. I guess, you know, most of what I've done is in stunts is fighting. Um, so, you know, with swords and weapons or empty handed or, you know, getting thrown through glass is always a lot of fun and kind of scary and tricky because it's still glass and, you know, you're probably going to walk away with a couple bumps and bruises and scratches. Um, stuff in cars, especially when it's high velocity, is really scary. Um, especially when you lose traction, you start going sideways and it's really loud and dramatic. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I've been in a couple tricky spots, but uh, luckily, you know, I've had good luck and no, uh, no significant injuries. Well, that's good. Uh, I think that would be a very interesting job it to is. have. <laughs> the best gig in the world yeah. if you can get it. It's really yeah. hard to. Uh, it's a really hard industry to get into. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so when you're in a CGI spectacle movie like 300, what is that like? I mean, is it hard to sort of envision what it's going to look like because you're just green screen, green screen everywhere? Like, did, did the did Zack Snyder and the, the team like help you to get an idea of kind of what is happening or how does that work? Yes. So I, I'm assuming every, you know, CGI, Viz Effects heavy movie is going to have their own process. But in my experience, um, a lot of those all green screen environments, they've storyboarded the whole thing. And so, you know, behind the directors, we call video village, they have these like big Bristol boards, you know, it looks like a high school art project, but they've got all the, uh, you know, all the frames and all the environments um, and, you know, the basic coverage that they're going to get, it's all laid out and drawn out or, you know, uh, printed out and placed up, you know, for the director to reference as we go. So if ever you need to see, or if they need to explain, well, I know this looks like this little rocky outcrop, but then we're gonna build it up and it's gonna be this tall. So you're gonna be hiding behind it, then you can come out. So they have the sketches or the, uh, the storyboards on set for us to reference. And with 300 in particular, you know, we pretty much shot the graphic novel, Frank Miller's graphic mm. novel, shot for shot. So. Mm. If there were any like visual questions, it, it's really all in the graphic novel. Mm, that's true. That makes sense. I always thought it must be kind of tricky to you just either have to sort of trust your uh, trust your director uh, and you know director of photography and everything that uh, but that it would be hard to kind of get in the moment uh, when it's when it's all you know just this blank warehouse basically you're shooting in with yeah. screens. <laughs> Actually, 300 was literally a blank warehouse. I think it was a, uh, it was like a, a, a Walmart or something like that that was, that was being closed down. Mm -hmm. And we, I think we scuttled in and shot the movie, you know, in the empty space before they tore it down. Interesting, interesting. So you have been, uh, you've have a role in Arrowverse on different shows, um, and on the Flash mm. and on Arrow and. I, I'm just wondering what that was like. 
to be part of. Ah, um, it was so fun. And I've been on the flash now for seven seasons, uh, some seasons more than others. And that's, Mm -hmm. uh, and my character from flash has crossed over into that. Some of the other shows onto arrow and I think Supergirl. Um, it's, I love it. I love that universe. I love the fans. Um, I love how invested everybody is in those storylines and the cast, you know, some cast members have come and gone, but we're all still really close. And um, it's just a positive environment to work in. It's a job, mm-hmm. you know, like any other, but um, because it's, you know, it's comic book world and it's such a vast universe now with so many interesting characters and people. And um, I just, it feels like coming home, going back to work on Flash. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. So you had a role in Virgin River and mm. in season three you were charmaine's fiance right correct yes <laughs> um, so they they ended the show on a pretty big cliffhanger of course we won't talk spoilers sure. but uh that uh is pretty it must it's pretty exciting <laughs> it is really exciting and you know speaking of the fans um virgin river has some very dedicated oh yeah uh attentive fans like mm-hmm. they don't miss anything and they're very invested in their storyline and <laughs> very invested in you know looking out for jack and uh you know uh <laughs> yeah were they mad i mean again we won't say what were they were they gonna did you get any uh <laughs> they kind of mad at you <laughs> What are my intentions and what yeah. am I doing here? And what is really going on? Yeah. Uh, but th- there's no greater joy for an actor than to work on something that people care deeply about. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I'll do that. Like if, if I want to be, if they want to see me as, you know, as an antagonist, that's cool. That's not how I see my job is to live the character and y'all's job is to judge them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But it, so where's that, is that, that show shot in Vancouver? It is, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it seems like a great group to be a part of. It is, yeah. It, it, that's another step that uh, there's just something about, you know, certain productions that you work on. I think the tone of of what you're working on really informs the mood on set. Um, and Virgin Rivers, you know, it's this it's this uh, kind of pretty environment, pretty positive. Uh, place, even though there's some dramatic conflict and stuff, but um, yeah, the cast is just wonderful to work with and super talented, and uh, and we all got along really well. Now I know that COVID impacted season three. Uh, was that tough to to shoot uh, with quarantine restrictions and everything kind of going on? Yeah, that was actually the first COVID. Uh, That's for sure. I worked on during COVID, um, and it was. They were really good though, I gotta say, about installing protocols and then helping us follow them. You know, there were teams in place, there were COVID supervisors there, there were arrows on the floor, you know, which direction to walk into the studio, which direction to walk out. um, You know, the ADs were really good about, okay, you know, as soon as we cut, everybody masks on, you know, rehearsals with masks on. Okay, now we can take masks off and they come in with the little containers to put your mask in. um, so they got on top of, of of the protocols and of helping us 
stick to them mm-hmm. really quickly, which I have to applaud them for. Yeah. But it was it was tricky. Luckily, when you know within the scenes, you could take the mask off, and then it was like, oh god, we get to connect and see each other's faces. But yeah, uh, yeah, it was yeah. a challenge at first for sure. And I know that was hard with the whole um, hope plotline because of Naruto tool and COVID and everything. Um, but uh, but yeah, I think they did the best they could given the circumstances. Yeah, 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 and yeah. Uh, and I think that's everybody is everybody's doing the best they can at the moment figuring it out yeah ho 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 we'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast it's the hallmarkies patreon do you love hallmarkies podcast especially at christmas do you enjoy the holiday previews recaps interviews and bonus episodes if the answer is yes, please consider supporting the Hallmarkies Patreon. We need your help to do what we do both during the Christmas season and all year round. But not only do you help a podcast led by strong, independent women by becoming a Patreon, you get to become a part of the Hallmarkies family. Starting at only $2 a month as a patron, you will have access to our Facebook Patreon group where we talk about the movies, shows, and more all year. We also have many monthly patron watch-alongs with guests like Lacey Chabert, Natalie Hall, Paul Campbell, Mary Lou Henner, and more, giving their behind-the-scenes details of their films. As a patron, you also have the chance to provide input into the podcast and even join us at different tiers. So this Christmas season, spread some cheer to the Hallmarkies Patreon and become a member today. You won't regret it. Go to patreon.com slash hallmarkies to learn more. That's patreon.com slash hallmarkies. Well, we have this uh, weekend, we have Christmas sale coming out and we already talked with Katie and we had a great time with her. We love her. And I'm yes. really excited about this film. I I cannot be more excited about uh, being in a Christmas movie with this cast. Yeah, I was, I, I did a double take, you know, when the, when the offer came in, I was like, wait, who's starring it? Like the Katie Sackhoff? <laughs> and Terry O'Quinn, uh, yes, please. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, it, uh, yeah. It, it, it wasn't your typical gathering, you know, of personalities for a Christmas movie like this, but everybody loves Christmas in their own way. And mm-hmm. uh, we certainly embraced it. Well, and how cool, too, that her husband wrote the script. That's I know. Cool. And they were uh, actually, while we were shooting, they were planning the wedding uh-huh. and then they, they just recently got married after we finished yeah. shooting. So, um, yeah, yeah there like was a lot month, of like, I think, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot of like, you know, Hallmark wedding vibes on That's set. That's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, for people that don't know, why don't you tell our audience a little bit about the movie and your role? Um, well, uh, so the movie's called Christmas Sale, and it takes place uh, in a coastal town in the Pacific Northwest. Um, and I play Luke, who is uh, kind of a high school friend of Liz Darling, played by Katie Sackhoff. Um, and uh, they kind of parted ways uh, sometime in the past, and she moved on to you know the big city and. Uh, she she got married and she has a kid. Uh, and when the movie begins, um, that relationship is no longer. And now it's Liz uh, and her daughter Hannah, 
uh, and they come back to the small town to find uh, Liz's dad, uh, who's now alone and kind of needs a helping hand. And Liz comes back to give him a hand. Um, and in that process is reacquainted with her high school friend, Luke, who I play. And, um, you know, the question is, what is the nature of the relationship now that they're both grown up and single? Yeah, I think that sounds very sweet. And I think that uh, from what I've seen, the clips uh, look really cute. Uh, particularly, I think the little girl looks really cute. I think they did good job with that. She is uh, phenomenal. I'm just, just working with her and Katie and I would just like, she's such a professional, this young woman. Yeah, I have to take my hat off to Emma. She was a phenomenal actor and professional and she just lights up the set when she walks on. Supremely prepared, down for all notes and all adjustments. And honestly, Katie and I would watch her take notes and learn from her and go, that's how you take a note. Just so positive and smiley and bright and always energized. Um, she really was the heart of the whole thing. Yeah, I think that'll be really good. Uh, well, I'm excited. Did you shoot this in uh, in Vancouver? This shot actually in uh, on the Sunshine Coast, oh. which is west of Vancouver. Okay. It's uh, cool. yeah, pretty far west. Beautiful little area. Is that fun to see it all sort of decked out for Christmas and everything? Yeah, that's in always August. <laughs> yeah, when we shoot these in summer, and then you got folks in the background kind of sprinkling snow on the on the trees, and then it melts by the next take. You know, but right. I mean, they beautiful. are pros at Hallmark at getting that down. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the blankets of snow when they yep. have those those things. You know? yeah. <laughs> Hopefully you weren't in the mall sometimes when they dress up the Santa's uh, mm -hmm. little chair. Hopefully you weren't roasting too much. Uh, no, actually, I, it was a surprisingly comfortable. Okay. Wardrobe knows what they're doing. That's good. That's good. <laughs> well, I think it's going to be fun. Do you have any like strategies for, uh, Katie said they didn't do a chemistry read, but or building, when you do a rom-com like this, like building that chemistry, or is it just natural? Uh, it just works. Oh, uh, that's a good question. I've never had to put a lot of effort into finding that um, that relationship chemistry. Mm -hmm. I think I've lucked out, and I've always been able to to find a genuine connection with the other actor, and we both know what we're there for. We both know mm -hmm. the tone that we're going for, and so meeting that person with that intention um, and uh, just embracing the process, we've always been able to just find that common ground. And with Katie yeah. and I, we had never worked together, but we knew of each other. And I think we both worked in a lot of similar genres. And so we had so much in common and we've worked with a lot of similar people, like a lot of the same people mm -hmm. on the stuff that we've worked on. So it felt like she was an old pal even though we had mm -hmm. never worked together. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, that, that chemistry wasn't hard to come by. That's good. That's really good. I can imagine. So with Katie, she's so nice. <laughs> she's so nice. Yeah. 
and so smart and so accomplished and and the fact that she was so invested in this that her and robin yeah made this thing together um it just made us all root for her and for the show that much more yeah when it's so exciting for her because this is a, a totally different type of movie than she has been been able to do in the past and she said that it really is more like more her than this all the sci-fi stuff so i was like yes i get that i see yeah. that now for sure uh -huh. he's forever just making jokes and laughing and being silly and mm -hmm. um i mean you know we love her powerful weapon wielding characters too yeah but she's definitely got a lighthearted side yeah well we like to end our questions with some fun silly questions then you get the holiday yeah. edition uh so okay first question what is your favorite holiday drink eggnog mm, very good Straight up. okay yeah, with or without rum that's it depends on the dealer's choice either way <laughs> okay good all right what is your favorite holiday cookie or treat oh uh, i'm gonna lose some supporters here i'm not a big cookie fan mm -hmm. i just don't have a sweet tooth yeah I'm not crazy about um you I know envy you i wish i didn't have sweet tooth. yeah and i know it's such a big like thing in the movie too there's like this whole you know cookie theme running through and i support it and i uh, celebrate cookies i'm just not you know i'm not yeah you don't have a, a christmas dessert that tempts you all right okay what is your favorite christmas song or carol oh well um the first one that comes to mind is good king wenceslas Ooh, classic i'm not gonna sing it uh <laughs> You can play a track if you want, but I don't know. There's just something about that. It brings back all of these childhood memories and it. Yeah. I don't know. It's got a yeah. little special place. I like it. That's good. Very good. I always think of, um, Mannheim steamroller, one of their, one of the very first of their arrangements that I ever, uh, listened to was yeah, their good King Wenceslas uh, arrangement. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah they do like electronic Christmas mu music. They're pretty fun. Um, okay. What is your favorite classic Christmas movie? Um, uh, 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 Jimmy Stewart in uh, The Wonderful, Wonderful Life. Life, no yeah. question. Yeah, it's a, it's a, yeah, and you know, it. I'm the, I'm the biggest fan of it in my house, and I have to like make a case for it every year. Like we have got to watch this, and they're like, let's do Die Hard, and I'm like, we can do Die Hard too, but. We gotta watch it's wonderful life. it's not christmas without it's wonderful life it's so good it's so moving so i mean it's interesting because it's really a pretty sad uh premise you know for a movie uh, if you think of something with the holidays but but i think it's that frank capra energy and the 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 ending um yeah. that makes it so heartwarming yeah mm -hmm. yeah good one all right uh what which do you prefer scrooge versus the grinch which would you like best oh which do i prefer yeah which is your favorite oh, who do i hate best oh yeah <laughs> uh huh i think the grinch grinch um i mean they both come around in the end but uh, yeah <laughs> 
I don't know, man. I feel I, I've got a soft spot for for Grinch. I think he's he had a bad he got a bad rap. He's just in a bad situation, you know. Well, Old I mean, guy. those who's down in Whoville were being very loud, and I think if I was not able to sleep, I would also become very Grinchy. <laughs> yeah, they're and making so all those loud noises. Him and they, you know, they ostracized him and ridicule him and villainize him it's you know that's not it's that's not a fun place to be i'd be upset too <laughs> i don't know why he has to take the last can of who hash i mean that seems to be going too far <laughs> he takes every Listen, you push a you push a range to their limit and you're gonna get you know you, yeah you're gonna get what you're gonna get i think so all right which do you like better clear lights or colored Um, can I, can I, can I, can I choose a third option? Sure. <laughs> I like them when they're all the same color. Oh. When they're all blue. Oh, blue. Yeah. I'm getting into that now. The monochrome. Oh, cool. like, yeah. Not all white, not all like yellow or something, but like all mm -hmm. blue and like the multicolored. I think it's, it's, it's a little lazy you know what i mean it's like whatever whatever goes anything goes no like make a choice yeah like pick a color <laughs> color you know? yeah yeah i hear you i think that's good okay uh which would you rather do be in a snowball fight or build a snowman uh and i don't know how to do one without the other <laughs> i um yeah it's a trick question you have an angry snowman all of the above would you consider yourself a good gift wrapper or not? I'm an excellent gift wrapper. Ah. I'm not excellent gift purchaser. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think if I had, I, if I planned ahead a little more, kept detailed notes all year, all of that, but uh, I'm a lot more confident in my gift wrapping skills than I am in my gift procuring mm. skills. It's hard when people are adults because they pretty much can get what they need, you know, for the most part. And so it's like, yeah. I don't know. What do you get? <laughs> and they're not impressed. Yeah. Like my dad is impossible. The dollar store, you know? Yeah. My dad is so hard and he, yeah. he has, he can't hide it when he doesn't really like your present. Oh. Like he is impossible in that way. And mm -hmm. so they just like, huh. Why even bother? <laughs> yeah, go back uh, to making things. Yeah, you know, making food. He he, he yeah, usually like that. <laughs> yeah, making arts and crafts. Yeah. Well, last question: Do you have an ugly Christmas sweater? You probably should, being up there in Canada. I do. It, it's super itchy though. Oh yeah. Like I, I think it's hilarious and really cute, but um. I have to wear like full length sleeves underneath it. And it's, it's a bit of an, it's a bit of an ordeal putting it on. Mm -hmm. I think I need a new one. Mm. Yeah. yeah. What's your um, ugly, what is, what does your ugly Christmas sweater look like? Well, it's, it's like a, like a cardigan. Okay. It's to button it up and it's got this, like this big collar that rolls down and it's kind of Navy blue. And then it has all these random Christmassy patterns all over it. And then like the wool kind of balls up too. So it's like this whole 3D textured colored button mess and everything's a little bit too big and too loud. That sounds scratchy. Yeah. And it's super scratchy, <laughs> super scratchy. Yeah. yeah. 
well, you did it. You answered all the questions. <laughs> Congratulations. Quiz done. Pencils down. Well, do you have social media that you'd like to share? Sure. It's, uh, I wasn't very creative in choosing my handles. It's Patrick Sabongi, one word. Great. We'll have that all, all right. in the description. Make sure y'all check it out and make awesome. sure you make sure you check out the movie Christmas sale. And thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us. Really appreciate it. My pleasure. And just a quick reminder, there's no better way to celebrate Halloween than to celebrate Christmas. That's right. Christmas sale. <laughs> oh, I agree. Check I it agree. out. I'd like to thank Patrick for coming on the podcast. It was so much fun to get to talk with him and get to meet him. And make sure you also check out our interview with Katie. Uh, it's going to be a really fun movie. We're really looking forward to it. And I really enjoyed talking to both of the stars. So thank you so much. And uh, make sure you follow the podcast, the Hallmarkies Pod and Hallmarkies Podcast, all of our social media. If you're listening on iTunes, please leave your ratings and reviews. That really helps us so, so much. And if you are watching on YouTube, please give this video a thumbs up and subscribe to our channel. We appreciate that so much. We also have our patron group and merch store. Please take a look at that. We have a sale going on this weekend at the merch store. So you can get 35% off. It's really fun. We have some new holiday designs. So thank you so much to Patrick and hope you're all doing well. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. Check that out. Thanks again. We'll talk to y'all later. Merry Christmas. Bye.